Hello listeners, welcome to the first ever podcast from Ghana Photographers Association, GAPA. And we are premiering straight from GAPA Studios. My name is Bernard and I'm here with... Alice. Alice, we didn't hear you. Get closer Alice. to Alice. Alexander. Edwin Nana. Okay, we also have the crew members, Titus, Redeemer, Millicent, Porsche and Sarkodie backstage in the studio. And we are all about photography. We are about to delve into the photography business, everything that has to do with photography. Okay, so we start. Okay, so we have in the house with us Harry's photography, represented by Mr. Harry. Mr. Harry, you are most welcome. We have also the PKB Multimedia. And the CEO is Prince Kweku Boatsen. He's also here with us. And we have E-Lens Photography, represented by Isaac Anson. They are also here with us. They are here to back us up and then help us with the rest of the episodes. We are going to learn a lot. Make sure you stay tuned with us. All right. So we'll talk about the history of photography in Ghana. Briefly tell us how photography came into Ghana. So basically, the history of photography was first looked at from a global perspective before bringing it down to Africa and then focused eventually on Ghana. Descriptive survey method which encompassed both qualitative and quantitative was applied. You know, three different questionnaires were designed and administered to respective respondents which sought to provide demographic data such as the age, gender, duration of training, and practice. And out of 1,519 respondents, 1,032 responses were received, representing 87.7%. Again, photography landing promotional materials like posters, podcasts as we are doing, magazines, brochures were collected and studied. My guy, if I'm telling you, we will not finish. But the results of the study were that photography was born out of an artistic edge, a foreign medium and a foreign culture to Ghana. Photography went through several revolutionary, as Elias said, or as you'll be hearing in our subsequent episode. Yeah, so diversely, Photography went through several revolutionary processes and procedures that spanned several decades. However, in 1839, Jacques Menda, the type was made public in France. The research further revealed that months after such public announcement, the Degorotype got to Ghana through sailors, missionaries, merchants that came ashore. So basically by 1883, a Ghanaian, then, then called Gold Coast, um, Little Dots, and others, if I, if I had the name right, and others had established their own photo studios in Accra. One conclusion was that certain elements of culture captured in photo London, materials, offer greatest appeal and attraction to tourists for it has long visual appeal and proof. See, the principal conclusion 
according to the respondent, was that visual photographs communicate more effectively and precisely than any other photography. So as we have prominent people who are into photography in Ghana, we would love to talk about them. Alex is here to take us through. Alex, take over. some people who are still taking us on the map as at now so what do you think about these people can you enlighten us a brief or a brief um a brief about the history of these people oh, okay us? so i can say that in ghana so far there are a number of prominent people that actually went into photography and put ghana on the map and nowadays um the, although they are old but then they are still recognized so one is james banner james banner is known acknowledged as the as the godfather of Ghanaian photography so he is widely acknowledged as the first photographer of Ghanaian origin and work as the daily graphic first photo journalist yeah and as well as Etowah drum magazine so he worked at a daily graphics the first photo journalist to work as at daily graphic Does okay that, that is that, um, james banner originated from him or what we still don't understand much actually you know that as for to as for photography it started from then a, f a very long time ago okay but then in ghana when it comes to media in the media okay daily graphic you know uh, it's what a newspaper okay yeah. it's part of the of traditional course, media okay so he actually is one of the first photojournalist to be employed at the daily graphics okay so he is credited with introducing color processing in ghana okay in the 70s that is you know that first they had um, only uh, white and black yeah uh-huh so before the color exactly so he he introduced this color i think he went to learn it somewhere and then came to introduce it in the um, system yes exactly so in 1953 he set up the ever young studio in jamestown jamestown just here Accra central capturing some of the gold coast and later ghana's iconic fashion trends of that era so all these things that he captured put ghana on the map people see this image you know images don't die okay yeah. so people see these images and they are able to know that okay this is at ghana this is at ghana when you come to ghana this and this is what we'll see and you know gold coast gold coast has a lot of history so all these images speaks a lot about ghana so he moved to the uk in 1953 in 1959 sorry where he studied photography at midway college of art in kent and continued to work on commissions for drums in london so shooting multinational models for its covers you know multinational so when they asked him what's your name where are you where, where do you come from i come from ghana this is so nice do you get it so he is one person that put ghana on the map so he is 90 uh, 90 year old ever young photographer and he has a career that spans over 60 years oh okay God, so in 2016 years. in 2016 president john dramani mahama at the national honors and award ceremony conferred on him the order of so away from uh, James Banner that we have been um, educated on, 
please can you give us um another person who is also putting ghana on the map um another ghanaian whose photos have affected the photographic profession in ghana and africa as a whole is africa's showboy photojournalist firebrand social commentator Listen to all his titles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's currently a pastor at the Accra Community Church, and he became interested in photography okay, while working in... Away a, from his name, what is his real name? His real name is... Okay. Okay. Nana. <laughs> his name is Nana Kofi Aqua. Nana Kofi Aqua has worked with big brands and organizations, such as Oxfam GB, the Global Fund, Americas. Nike, BBC, The Financial Times, BASF, Novartis Foundation, Action Aid, Water Aid, Facebook, Hershey's, AFDB, Standard Bank, a lot, a lot. And he's also a writer and a filmmaker. Nana is also an assignment photographer for Getty Images and a World Press Photo Competition 2019 jury member. So anytime you check Google Images and you see Getty Images, you should know that it's from that man, Nana Kofi Aqua. His Instagram account was listed by Shutterstock as one of the best hundred to follow for photography enthusiasts. So here are some voices of the photographers. cinematographer I do video as well but I major in photography yeah I've been doing this business or I've been in this business for um, getting to six years we have Portia here to take us through the history of photography Portia you're welcome to the Gapa studio kindly brief us on the history of photography Photography has come a long way in its relatively short history. In almost 200 years, the camera developed from a plain box that took blurry photos to high-tech mini computers found in today's DSLRs and smartphones. The story of photography is fascinating and it's possible to go into great detail. However, let's take a brief look as the highlights and major developments of this scientific arts form. The basic concept of photography has been around since about the 15th century. It was, on, it was until an Iraqi scientist developed something called the Kama Obscura. In the 11th century, that's the art was Born. Even then, the camera did not actually record images. It simply rejected, it simply projected them onto another surface. The images were also upside down, though they could be traced to create accurate drawings or view objects such as buildings. The first camera obscura used a pinhole in a tent to project an image from outside the tent into the darkened area. 
it was not until the 17th century that the Kama Obscura became small enough to be portable. Basic lenses to focus the light were also introduced around the same time. Photography, as we know it today, began in the late 1830s in France. Joseph Nisiphor Nips, guess, from France, yes. Joseph Nisiphor Nips, yes, as a French word. Used a portable camera obscura to expose a pewter plate coated with bitumen to light. This is the first recorded image that did not fade quickly. Nip's success, success led to a number of other experiments and photography progressed very rapidly. The girl types, emulsion plates and wet plates were developed almost simultaneously in the mid to late 1800s. With each type of emotion, photographers experimented with different chemicals and techniques. The following are the three that were instrumental in the development of modern photography. The daguerreotypes. This experience led to a collaboration with Louis de Gore. The result was the creation of the daguerreotype, a forerunner of modern the girl type was very popular until it was rapidly replaced in the late 1850s by emulsion plates. So yes, so we had emulsion plates and dry plates. So from the girl type we had emulsion plates and dry plates. Yeah. So with the emulsion plates, emulsion plates or wet plates were less expensive than daguerreotypes and required only two or three seconds to exposure time, of exposure time, I mean. <coughs> this made them much more suited to portrait photographs, which was the most common use of photography at the time. Many photographs from the Civil War were produced on wet plates. These wet plates used an emulsion process called the collodion process, rather than a simple coating on the image plane. Image plates. It was during this time that bellows were, were added to cameras to help with focusing. Two common types of emulsion plates were the abrotypes, ambrotypes, and the tintype. Ambrotypes used a glass plate instead of the copper plate of the daguerreotypes. Tintypes used a tin plate. While these plates were much more sensitive to light, they had to be developed quickly. Photographers needed to be chemistry. Photographers needed to have chemistry 
on hand and many traveled in wagons that's doubled as a dark room. Stay tuned for episode two, where we talk deeper about photography. Do we need a school for it? Is it a lucrative business? Your guess is as good as mine.